0: Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast, where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface. We'll take in a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Anderson, and today we have Cheyenne Bearson on with us again. How are you?
1: Hey, guys, I'm doing great. Happy to be back.
0: Stoked to have you back. What have you been up to?
1: Well, first things first, I'm sure we're going to dive into this, but trying new things. So that's exciting. New things on the water, are always fun. I actually got to do some fishing yesterday too, which is not a new thing, but it was nice to get out on the water.
0: Nice. what did you fish for?
1: We did some snook fishing. I actually caught a snook that was just over a slot. So it didn't bring home dinner, but caught a big one.
0: No way. That's sick. I want to go snook fishing so bad. They fight super gnarly on.
1: Yeah, it's so much fun. You loosen up your drag a little bit and get a good fight.
0: Yeah, that's epic. Cheyenne, give us a little overview on yourself, where you're from, what you do, a little down and dirty.
1: So I am a native... Floridian. I um, am actually fifth generation. So pretty much anything to do with fishing, diving, uh, spearfishing, being on the water, that's what makes me happiest. So anywhere that I can get out and get salty is, is what I like to do.
0: I know you're kind of a full frother. I feel like you do everything.
1: I yeah I'm a jack of all trades, but honestly, it gets it's hard to juggle because I'm like I want to do this, but I want to do this. Um, but I'm passionate about pretty much doing everything out there, so I do try to do it all, or as much as I can, I should say.
0: And you do real estate,
1: yes, which takes up a lot more of my time than it should. <laughs> you know, making the money.
0: Yeah, you have to, and it's so fun. Like it's cool because you kind of get that flexibility of uh, being able to go fishing or diving or. We're going to get into wake surfing because I'd love to talk to you about that, but doing all of your activities and stuff that you get to do with that job.
1: Yeah. Well, me and Taylor actually joke a lot because the way my schedule works is I'm pretty much always busy with real estate. And then when I do have an open day, I'm like, okay, like I know nothing's going to bother me today. I'm good to go out on the boat. My phone will start blowing up as soon as we get to like right at that, you know, self service cutoff zone. And I'm like, let's just push past that. <laughs> let's get out there. Cause it's like, honestly, if I want to sell a house, all I got to do is try to go fishing.
0: That's so funny. It's probably like, I don't know. I feel like you like go on a surf trip and you're like, oh, you're expecting the waves to be super good. And then right when you're about to leave, it gets even better. And you're like, are you kidding? What the heck?
1: Every time. What is that? Is it like the law of something? I don't even know. There's got to be a name for it.
0: Yeah. So, so weird. But it it is pretty funny. Like, I, I look back on those moments and I'm like, of course. Right. Like, it's so funny. So when did you guys go wake surfing? You went on a full like little excursion with Salt Life wake surfing.
1: Yes, that was like probably two or three weeks ago now, it was so much fun. Oh my goodness. I I was not even gonna lie, I was a little nervous because I like being good at what I do and it was something that I wasn't familiar with. So I was nervous and the Salt Life team made sure to make me feel very comfortable. So it was a good time.
0: That's epic. Where did you guys go?
1: We went to, it was a cocoa area. Um, so it was a couple hours for me, like right around two hours away. Um, Good little drive, but definitely worth it. It was nice to get out of my town too and, you know, check out some neighboring areas.
0: Yeah, for sure. Try something new, adventure around. I, I feel like the drives always are I like leading up to something like that. I get so stoked. So the drive feels so long though.
1: Yes. You're like the whole time. And then when you get to that, like you're almost 10 minutes away, then it starts to be like, oh my gosh, like we're almost there. This is getting real. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's so funny. So you guys did it with launch weight charters. Is that the company that puts that on?
1: Yes. I actually kept one of their stickers because it was super cute. They were awesome. I mean, like everything from being safety precautions, because that's always something when you know, anytime you're on the water, you want to be in good hands. So very safety oriented, explained everything to us, how it was going to go down, um, you know, what to do, what not to do, and then made it as comfortable as possible for teaching, which was a really good, calm environment. So definitely recommend uh, launch weight charters. They're awesome.
0: So what, how did the day go? Like, what did you guys do when you got there? And then did you kind of just ease into it or did they throw you right into it? they like you were talking about safety and stuff, obviously you got a briefing and stuff. Give me a little overview on how that went.
1: So we got a briefing of safety and typically I like, I'm one of those people that likes to be guns a blazing. Like I want to go first, even if I know I'm going to be bad, but I did not want to do that with this. I was like, I know there's some other, good people on the boat that have done this before. I want to watch them because I don't want to have wipe out city and then be feeling at the end of the day, like, Oh, I should have watched and been patient. So we, you know, made our introductions, got on the boat. They had some nice breakfast for us. Salt Lake team made sure we weren't going to go hungry before we got on the wakeboard. Um, so, you know, did our introductions, the captain made sure to go over all the safety briefings and, you know, different Main main things to point out in the area, like we're going to be going under this bridge, we're going to be doing this, um, kind of just a briefing of what the day was going to look like, and then we, as soon as we got into the channel, we were able to start uh, the fun. So we got on. There were the wake surfing boards, and there were a couple different options, which I thought was super cool. Because I do you have a question to ask? Am I going off on too much of a tangent here?
0: No, no, no. This is perfect.
1: Okay, so I have never actually wake surfed before. I have done in high school, so a long time ago now, um, some stuff behind the boat on a surfboard, very rushed, very much like with friends. So it's like, it's my turn, it's my turn. You suck, get off the board. Like, So (laughs) i say that I've never done it before because truly my time on the board has maybe been a combined total of two minutes throughout my whole life. So I'm gonna consider the 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 rush we didn't have anything to hold it was just a bad it was you know doing it backyard style which is fun but not necessarily the best way to learn something
0: yeah I feel like wake surfing is like one of those things that the boat makes such a big difference the boards make such a big difference like getting up like just getting up is the hardest part right like you have to get up and it's one of those things that's tricky and once you get it you're like okay I got this but then like staying in the pocket of the wave and like there's so much to wake surfing that people don't understand. And it's funny that you're explaining this because now that you've done it, you probably understand like where to be. And like, you kind of had that coaching and like different types of boards to ride and different types of waves and what works better for you and stuff. So there's a lot to it. And you probably learned so much stuff.
1: Yeah, that was the biggest thing is in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm just going to hop up on this board and rip it. No. Definitely not. There was a lot to learn and a lot of trial and error learning, like you were saying, with getting at the right point on the wave and all of that, the timing of you know, when you make your dip and drop in, it all matters. So the more I did it that day, the better I got. And now I'm actually really excited to go do it again because I do feel like now I can go out and have some serious fun because now I've got you know, laid out the groundwork of what to do and definitely what not to do.
0: Yeah, for sure. There's there's so many little techniques and stuff and the more you do it the better you'll get. How was it chartering with Launch Wake Charters? Was it pretty pretty easy the whole process?
1: It was totally seamless. No issues, no like, oh, we we got to do this or we forgot this, which I feel like happens a lot on pretty much any kind of charter. They're they're always prepared but not yet quite prepared for what the day might bring, but he was totally prepared and um basically started me out on I think I started out on the beginner board because that was supposedly the easier one and we did you know we got we put on our life jackets he went over you know flagged the boat do this if you know fall off this way so the biggest thing for me though was his patience because I do tend to get a little frazzled when I'm not doing so good and I get nervous and then the pressure's <laughs> on and I'm like, you know what just just forget it I'm good I don't want to do this but he was like okay, you know, here's what you did wrong, put your feet a little bit higher up, bend your knees a little bit more. So the whole time, it was very calm coaching. So I was never worried or nervous that I was rushed or taking up too much of somebody else's time on the board. It was like, okay, you're here to learn, we're going to teach you. And everybody on the boat was super supportive, which was nice.
0: So for your first time, actually wake surfing, would would you say that afterwards, you could go back and like, get up and learn even more now like was it did they teach you a lot
1: totally yeah i and to be honest with you i didn't know i was going to be sore the next day i was so sore for like three days because it's a lot of muscles that you use that you're not used to using and the the initial just getting up i think was the hardest part So now that I know that, and I did have quite a few good wipeouts. So I know (laughs) a little bit better of how to drop into the wave now and not immediately go flying off the board.
0: What tips did you get for getting up?
1: So the biggest one was like, keeping your head up, but your back floating in the water because it's really easy to like, you're trying to keep your head up. So then you're crunched and your knees are too bent. And then when you go to get up, it's just like toppling. And then there's the reverse of that where you're too flat and then you're just kind of being dragged along. So finding that spot of, all right, bend your knees, keep your head up. Now push the board away from you as it's like to you know use the board to your advantage. So there were a lot of good tips that went in that really made sense in the water he explained it all beforehand but it didn't click until i was in the water and like oh okay here's why i need to bend my knees a little bit less than i was just doing
0: yeah i think it's really funny because you talk to people about how to do something but you ultimately you learn by doing it right so getting up to me is like the biggest issue that people have in wakeboarding wake surfing surfing whatever you do for a board sport like getting up is so hard but if you have somebody there that can have the ability to teach you in such an easy way, it makes it that much easier. And it sounds like they did that. Like I always tell people like getting up is the worst. It's the worst part. Like keep the the rope tight. You know, like you said, lean back, chest up, uh, head up, you know, like bend your knees. And as soon as that board starts flipping, you're pushing against it. And you're utilizing that like to be able to get up. Right. So that's the hardest part. But. Once you get that and you do it enough times, it's like repetition and repetition makes habit and you're good to go. So um that's super, super rad to hear that they offer like such good coaching for that, that you had the ability to get up and like just crush it.
1: Yeah. And next time I know that I'm going to be able to get up right away and actually ride some good waves because I have that background teaching and I'm not going into it more. Because sometimes you can go into it the second time worse off than you did the first time because you have so much stuff swirling in your brain and disappointments and, you know, you start to tweak what you're trying to do. But with this, I felt like I left off on a good foot, which was uh, good for me.
0: Yeah, that's epic. So how, how difficult was it compared to what you thought it was going to be? What was the level of difficulty when you got on the board and started riding?
1: I thought it was going to be like, a. I knew getting up was going to be hard. But I thought once I got on the board, it was going to be like, probably like a five. I was like, oh, you know, once you're up, you're up. No, it was it was hard. It's <laughs> like a seven, maybe an eight, because I thought I did good. And then when I started really watching the others, I was like, oh, look, they're like actually riding the wave, like the waves not taking them, they're riding it. So that was the difference that I saw in having the experience under their belt and being a newbie was they actually could have more fun because they knew what they were doing and knew how to use the wave to their advantage where me i was like oh my gosh i'm up on the wave this is check one you know i did what i came to do so actually riding the wave was much harder than i anticipated
0: yeah and i feel like you know you you learn and you get up and you're using the rope but then once you get to that point where you can throw the rope on the other side of the wake and like actually surf the way with no no rope and like try errors and stuff and like Then you're like, whoa, this is sick. So like for me, I love wake surfing because it reminds me of a mixture of surfing and skateboarding. Like wake surfing, to me, like I'll go wake surf and I'll start trying airs and like 360s and stuff. And it's so fun because it gives you the ability to like really utilize that surfboard in a different way than actually surfing. And so on the more expert level of stuff, like when you watch those people that can shred wake surfing, It gives you the opportunity to watch them and say, oh, my gosh, like they're sitting right there in the wave in that pocket. They're not even doing anything like the waves pushing you, you know. And then once you get to that, you can start just going at it and like learn how to throw the rope and like do whatever you want, which is so cool. Wave surfing is such a unique thing.
1: I agree. It's I've messed around with surfing a little bit and it's totally it's a different animal because you are not as in control as you think you are. Because there is timing, like you were saying, with the rope and find the sweet spot. All that kind of falls into place as you go along with it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So did you enjoy it overall? Did you have a good time?
1: I had a blast. I I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun for me to go and try something a little bit different than I'm used to. I'm used to being underneath the water uh, when it comes to spear fishing. diving and being up on top of the waves was pretty cool as you know a different perspective being drug around it was like surfing but way cooler because the waves were already there and you didn't have to go chasing them around
0: yeah it's a continuous wave
1: yeah like oh let me just hop back on that real quick
0: (laughs) yeah do you want to go again would you go again
1: Oh, I would go in a heartbeat. Yes. I'm hoping that next time Salt Life goes and it's, if it's local to me, I get to go again because I definitely want to get a little better for next time.
0: That's funny. You just brought up diving because you're like so into diving. So how does it compare to like your, you know, I feel like your, your craft is diving and fishing. So how do you compare like leaving something like that to trying to learn something new, like wake surfing?
1: The biggest comparison for me was number one attitude, because whether you're spearfishing or you're wake surfing or really anything that's a, a sport, you have to be in the right mindset. Because if you go in with a defeated attitude or negative, or even just start beating yourself up, your performance is only going to get worse. Like if you're in the water free diving and you just missed a big fish, and that's all you can think about good luck on your next breath hold because your, your mind's in the wrong place. And that was the same thing with wake surfing. After I wiped out a couple times and I had like a solid two or three minutes where I just could not get up. Like I got up, I think two times in a row. And then that third time I just couldn't do it. And I was starting to really get in my mind. I'm like, no, don't do this because then you'll never stand up again. So I just had to keep telling myself, like, have fun. Nobody here is getting upset that, you're wiping out, like, just keep trying. So same difference of you got to have the right crew, you got to have the right attitude. And it is a physical sport. So whether you're free diving, or you're doing something like surfing or wake surfing, it's physical. So I always tell people free diving to me is a lot like running, you can't just get up and run three miles. I mean, you can, but you're going to be hurt the whole time. So if you don't exercise those muscles and exercise your lungs in that manner, it's going to be tough. And I think it's the same thing, with wake surfing. And that's why I do wanna do it again so soon because I'm like, all right, I don't wanna lose what I've already built on.
0: Did you get a lot of leg pump? I feel like with those continuous waves, you're on the board for so long that your legs just start frying up.
1: Well, I would like to say that that was me, but no, I didn't get to that point of the the leg burn. I had the wipeout (laughs) sessions before getting to that, but there was this girl, Ashley, on the boat. Probably my whole part, my favorite part of the whole trip, was watching her wake surf because it was like exactly how I wanted to look in my mind doing it um, because she (laughs) She was using her legs to get the pump. And then she would like, you know, go to the top of the wave and do a cool little spin around or whatever. I'm like, how is she doing this? Like, it looks so flawless and easy, but, and a lot of practice went into that also and a lot of experience, but it was really cool to just, we, at one point we went underneath the big Cocoa bridge And she was just shredding like full one. Her legs must've been on fire because she was on there for a long time and showing no sign of wipeout. That's rad. And all I could think about was like, that's what that's like the whole fun of this is being able to get to that point where it's not you versus the wave. It's you and the wave working together to have the ultimate
0: fun. Absolutely. That's so good to hear. I love that. So you were talking about wipeouts, obviously. Wake surfing and wakeboarding are two different things. Wakeboarding, you're going like 20 miles an hour. You're flying. Wake surfing, you're going a lot slower. So when you fell, did you feel scared and nervous or were you like, oh, that wasn't that bad?
1: It wasn't bad. And if I've been saying them interchangeably, forgive me because it's just in my mind. No, you haven't. It was me. Okay, good. So yeah, with wake surfing, It was the wipeouts were not bad at all. And I was expecting like, it does hurt when you hit the water. So I was expecting to feel a little banged up, but no, it was, it was pretty flawless. And I wasn't like, you know, too hard getting back up for air. No major wipeouts. I did lose my rubber wedding ring, but that was the only casualty that I had. Uh, Yeah. So that was, that was my biggest wipeout was losing my
0: ring. So that's it. What was your favorite memory or standout from the trip?
1: Hmm. Definitely that whole Cocoa Bridge thing. That was so cool to me we, as we were going under the bridge and doing our, our thing. And then probably the most standout part of the trip, which is going to be weird because it wasn't as much of like the action of being in the water, but having the right group again, like They were so supportive of me. They knew I was a beginner and that I was probably going to be really bad. And they were giving me tips and nonstop support. And that was really eye-opening to see. Because when you're with a good group of people, no matter what you're doing, you're going to have a good time, whether you are bad at what you're like. At that point, if you're having a bad time, it comes back on you. Nobody's putting the pressure. Nobody's making you feel bad about yourself or your performance. So just having the right group, the right captain, and really the right environment to be able to learn and not stress in that was the best part for me because it made the trip worthwhile
0: it sounds like it was such an easy trip for you like for a beginner for a beginner's standpoint would you say that that would be like a great spot to just go and charter and just learn
1: oh my goodness yes and I don't know if it was just the day that we went on um or maybe the time but there was like nobody else on the water which where I live, if we yeah, were trying to do that, epic. we would be at risk of being run over by like a million boats, which is probably why we don't do it. But <laughs> there was like nobody there to run us over, which was really made learning a breeze because I'm not like, oh, gosh, giant boat. Do I need to jump off? Like, do I need to get in the boat? So that was really helpful that that the spot was great for that.
0: Cheyenne, do you have any advice for beginners that want to get into wake surfing?
1: Do it. Yes, do it. <laughs> uh, do it and have fun with it. <laughs> Know that you're going to be really bad the first couple of times and don't beat yourself up about it because it's something new. It's a sport. It's physical. You're going to be sore afterwards. So be ready to be sore and a little bit uh, of your ego beat up. And if you do get up on your first time and rip it, good for you. Like, send me a message, please. I want to know what you did. <laughs> hopefully, everybody, hopefully everybody just gets up and rips it. But uh, hopefully that's me next time too. But yeah, just go do it and go into it with the right mindset and know that you're probably not going to be good your first time. But But just set that intention that you're going to have fun and keep a good attitude regardless. And you will have fun with it.
0: In regards to beginner beginners and stuff too, like the boards make such a big difference. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember like what size board, but was it like a thicker board and a longer board? Or was it a smaller board? What did they put you on first?
1: You know, I don't want to speak out of just like blind remembrance, because it's one of those things where I can look at three different spear guns that look almost identical and tell you like 10 different reasons why one's better than the other or not, in my opinion. yeah. So I just remember it looked slightly different, but I couldn't, <laughs> like I didn't have the eye for it to be like, oh yeah, that one's got more foam. Or I'm, I can only assume that the one I was using was slightly larger and slightly foamier because that's kind of like rule of thumb when surfing and yeah. you're a beginner. But um, I did not take notes mentally, <laughs> unfortunately.
0: Did it have fins on the bottom?
1: I think the one I was using did, yes.
0: So I personally, like, even though I can go wake surf and stuff, I like riding boards with fins. Like, that's just me. Because it gives me an idea of, like, the same kind of feeling as a surfboard. Like, I'll ride a smaller wake surfboard with just two twin fins and a little stubby on the back so I can hold and not slide out and stuff. If you want to ride no fins or, like, those little baby fins, that's fine, too. Because people like to wear ride like skimboards and stuff like that Austin Keane guy that uh wake surfs he's insane but um people like different stuff but for like a beginner standpoint if I were to go take somebody out on a boat right now I would probably put them on a board with fins and I've seen people ride foamies like full like 8 foot Costco soft top foamies behind boards and it's so sick it's the best thing ever
1: I'm going to have to try that because I actually do have a big foam board
0: you would love it And that would be a perfect time for you to learn how to let go of the rope and utilize the wake to push you. And like, it's the coolest thing ever. It's awesome.
1: I'm going to have to try that. Maybe go somewhere where there's less boat traffic and and, uh, give the foam board a try. But I do think the one, now that you mentioned, I do think the one I used had fins. Because I I remember seeing one that didn't have fins and being like, what's that for? Yeah,
0: you're like, I don't want to slide out. Well, um, do you have any trips planned coming up, or, or are you just kind of cruising and working?
1: I'm cruising working right now, but really um, just trying to get some trips into the works. We were supposed to go tuna fishing yesterday, and then the weather was too bad uh, wind-wise for us, so that's why we ended up going snook fishing. So hopefully the next couple days I just got a really cool new dredge, a foil dredge for fishing and diving from strike point tackle. So hopefully I get to use that very soon and pull up some big fish. That's my my next move in the next two weeks. Use the new dredge. Oh, I just got the new Salt Life bikinis in too. I got to plug them real quick for the ladies. Go. They're so awesome. The material is like next level on these.
0: Yeah, I have no idea about bikinis at all. So I'm just going to keep on board shorts for the guys listening in right now the stretchy board shorts and just surfing those and living them all day long. That's pretty much all I live in. So I'm going to keep that going.
1: I know. Do I even have normal clothing anymore? It's just like salt life every day. Unless I'm selling a house, I'm like, this is the lifestyle it is. And they make clothing for the lifestyle. So they definitely got us down pat.
0: I love it. It's so fun. Well, Shia, shout out your Instagram and your social media for people to, to follow your adventures and what you're doing in life.
1: So my Instagram is Cheyenne Lee Berson, C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E-L-E-E-B-E-H-R-S-I-N. I I know both of those are hard to spell. And then YouTube, you can find me by searching the same thing or just Cheyenne Lee and I'll
0: come up. Epic. Thank you so much for coming on and teaching us about wake surfing and your experience. It sounded like you had the best time ever. So I'm stoked on that. Stoked that you got to go on that adventure.
1: Yeah. And I'm hoping in the near future, I can come back on and tell you how round two goes.
0: Yeah, I know. I really want you to go back. Ride a Foamy. Ride a Foamy behind the boat and tell me how it is. I'm going to do it. Epic. Thanks for hopping on. And thanks everybody for listening in. We'll catch you next time.
1: Thanks guys. Have a great day.
0: Thanks for listening in to Above and Below a Salt Life podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.